はい、じゃあメッセージの方に入っていきたいと思います。So we want to go into the time of message this morning.、はいえー、And again, just to recap, we have been going through this series. We are going through this series to learn again how the gospel gives us the power. The gospel is the source of power for our Christian life. And while we have made it a point to preach the gospel through every sermon in this church, still, for all of us, we, all, we, we tend to forget what the gospel is. And so, through this sermon series, we hope that we can learn how to apply the gospel in a very practical way in our daily lives. And so, starting from last week, we have、um, began the series of looking at the、uh, parable of the prodigal son, or the parable of the prodigal sons in Luke 15, and we're going to learn about the gospel through this parable.、はいえーね、so, in the series last week, we looked at the younger son, the younger brother. This week, we'll be looking more in detail at the father. And next week we'll be looking more at the elder brother.、はいねえー、so we want to look, read the text again、um, because it's rather long and because of time we'll only read this in Japanese.、はい、so follow along.、Yeah. If you're an English speaker, follow along in your own Bibles or on the screen. ある人に2人の息子がいた弟の方が父にお父さん財産のうち私がいただく分をくださいと言ったそれで父は財産を2つに2人に分けてやったそれから何日もしないうちに弟息子は全てのものをまとめて遠い国に旅立ったそしてそこで放蕩して財産を湯水のように使ってしまった何もかも使い果たした後その地方全体に激しい飢饉が起こり彼は食べることにも困り始めたそれでその地方に住む,住むある人のところに身を寄せたところその人は彼を畑に送って豚の世話をさせた彼は豚が食べている稲子豆,も豆で腹を満たしたいほどだったが誰も彼に与えてはくれなかったしかし彼は我に帰って行った父のところには有り余るパンの有り余っている雇い人がなんと大勢いることかそれなのに私はここで飢え死にそうとして死に飢え死にしようとしている立って父のところに行こうそしてこう言おうお父さん私は天に対して罪を犯しまたあなたの前に罪あるものですもう息子と呼ばれる資格はありません雇い人の一人にしてくださいこうして彼は立ち上がって父のもとへ向かったところがまだ家までは遠かったのに父は彼を見つけてかわいそうに思い駆け寄って彼の首を抱き口づけした息子は父に言ったお父さん私は天に対して罪を犯しあなたの前に罪あるものですもう息子と呼ばれる資格はありませんところが父親はしもべたちに言った急いで一番良い衣を持ってきてこの子に着せなさい手に指輪をはめ足に履き物を履かせなさい,履かせなさいそして肥えた子牛を引いてきてほふりなさい食べて祝おうこの息子は死んでいたのに生き返りいなくなっていたのに見つかったのだからこうして彼らは祝宴を始めたところで兄息子は畑にいたが帰ってきて家に近づくと音楽や踊りの音が聞こえてきたそれでしもべの一人を呼んでこれは一体何事かと尋ねたしもべは彼に言った
あなたのご兄弟がお帰りになりました無事な姿でお迎えしたのでお父様が肥えた子牛をほふられたのですすると兄は怒って家に入ろうともしなかったそれで父が出てきて彼をなだめたしかし兄は父に答えたご覧ください長年の間私はお父さんにお仕えしあなたの戒めを破ったことは一度もありませんその私には友達と楽しむようにと小ヤギ一匹くださったこともありませんそれなのに遊女と一緒にお父さんの財産を食いつぶした息子が帰ってくるとそんな息子のために超えた子牛をほふられるとは父は彼に言った子よお前はいつも私と一緒にいる私のものは全部お前のものだだがお前の弟は死んでいたのに生き返りいなくなっていたのに見つかったのだから喜び祝うのは当然ではないかはい、えー、今日3つのことを通して、えー、福音を学んでいきます、so はい、この、えー、聖書箇所では2人の宝刀息子が今その2人の宝刀息子を、えー、1番目のポイントで学びます And in this story, we see that there are two lost sons, two prodigal sons, and we're going to first point is we're going to look at these two sons. So, the second point, we're going to learn about the heart of the father. And for the third point, we're going to learn about the sacrificial love of the father. His father's in,、uh, inher- inheritance, and he went to live as if his father was no longer alive.、はい um, and that, in a way,、uh, points to our way that we can live. But then, on the other hand, the other son、uh, was also living as if、um, the father,、uh, as, as if God. So we are living as if God does not exist. Sorry.、Uh, the older brother? Uh, the So the older brother also lived as if the father was not,、uh, not alive. And so the, the two of them、um, were living for the same purpose. No, no. The same... There's two ways to reject God. So the two of them, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So the two of them, there were two different ways that they had been rejecting their father. So the first way is to act as if God is, doesn't exist and to. to、uh, Abandon him and live without him. And the other way to live, rejecting the Father, is to live as if it is through his, our own performance, our own righteousness that we can make use of the Father and to get what we want. And so, in these two different ways, there is the same problem. 
And that problem is self-centeredness. And the younger brother, he was living for himself, um, taking, making decisions for himself, living a life of self um, discovery, self determination, and he was going to decide everything and live the way that he wanted. And it was a kind of a life where he would just deal with whatever uh, he would face. Uh, he'll deal with whatever the problem was as he came to face it, and there was no direction. It was like a way of living where there's no plan, there is no direction. And then he, got, he hits rock bottom. And what's interesting with this younger brother is as he hit rock bottom, he, how does he respond? He comes back to the father um, wanting to pay it back on his own terms and wanting to try to pay back for all the wrong that he had done um, yeah, to, to make up, to make amends for his sin. And so last week we learned that that is how far we, we, we can go. But then, in contrast to that, the older brother was really living like a servant, like a, a slave. Hired man. A hired man. Because the older brother was also living as if it was up to his performance, how obedient he had been in order to earn that father's blessings, the earn, earn the father's love. In fact, it is, it is much more tricky uh, situation to be in the uh, bro older brother's situation. Because on the outside, the older brother looks like he's really obedient and he's living a good life. Because he's really living like a morally upright Christian. He's coming to church every week. He's reading his Bible. But then when things don't go the way he wants, it's as if he's the kind of person that will go behind your back and stab you. And so really, Jesus was telling this parable to the Pharisees, and he was really uh, uh, talking towards them. So what Jesus was teaching in this parable is two ways of living, and in a philosophical term, we, we would say it's the religious way and the irreligious way. Or uh, anti-law, you know, anti-antinomian, yeah. antinomian, or to be depending on the law, to be legalistic. And both ways are wrong. So what is the gospel? The gospel is a third way. Christianity, the gospel is not religion and it is not non-religion. And if we don't really understand what this means, we don't understand the gospel, we are going to end up falling on either side. And because all of us in our default setting, we will tend to live either in the irreligious way or the religious way. And 
And even those people who, who wrote the New Testament, they struggled with this in the church. You know, why are you in, in the book of Galatians? He said, why are you living as if you are under the law again? でまたコリント的な問題好き勝手やってね、えー、自分の義理のお母さんとね性的関係を持つようなもう法としてましたよねクリスチャンでですよそんな好き勝手やって生きてた人々にパウロ同じ福音を忘れたのかっていうふうに怒っています。You know, you cannot live this way. 私たちの問題はいつもこの両極端をスイングしてるんです、<笑>ブランコで。教会で忠実で真面目かと思ったら教会はすぐに離れる Doing all the right things in church can suddenly leave the church. Or some of us who have lived away from God, apart from God for a long time, and we decide to come back to God, and then we quickly become religious again and, and legalistic. What can save us from this tendency? How can we come to live in this? Gospel way. はい、それが2つ目のポイント。要は、弟でも兄でもありません。父親なんです。こ,この話の本当のヒーローは父親です。そして、この話の本当のヒーローは父親です。そして、この話の本当のヒーローは父親です。そして、この話の本当のヒーローは父親です。そして、この話の本当のヒーローは父親です。そして、この話の本当のヒーローは父親です。そして、この話の本当のヒーローは父親です。そして、この話の本 The gospel. はい、まずまた背景がの理解が必要です。この文化の背景。First, though, we have to understand the cultural background to this story. はい、まあ、この聖書の時代は、えー、日本昔の日本と同じような、えー、尊敬と誉れ、シェーマン、オーナー、わかります恥と誉れの文化でしたよね。So first, yeah, we know that the, the cultural background, when Jesus told the story, the Jewish background is a culture of honor and shame. So honor 要は、yeah. 要人前でご両親また父親に逆らうってことはめちゃくちゃタブーでした。It is in a culture where the, the younger generation, the sons and daughters, were never allowed to go against their parents' wishes. It was, it was considered a taboo if you ever disobeyed your parents. めちゃくちゃ失礼なことだったんですよね ?Because it was unforgivable. It was just not, a, not allowed in that culture for a child to go against the father. 第一サミエルの2章12節でエリの話を覚えてますか If you remember in the book of 1 Samuel, there was a mention about the prophet Eli. No, no,、uh, his name is、um, Eli. Eli.、Uh, he was a priest. Yes, he was a priest. Sorry,、yeah. he's not a prophet. And he had two sons. And the two sons were terrible people. They, they sinned terribly, even as sons of a priest. But Eli did not do anything to rein his sons in. He did not discipline them in any way. He did not punish them for any of the wrong things. 
in conclusion, though, at the end, God himself had to come and bring discipline and punishment to the two sons. They were killed. Even the father, in the end, died. And last week, we looked at this uh, briefly in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 21, verses 18 to 23. It's written like that. And this is part of the law of Israel. はい。あなたが、あなたの中からその悪いものを取り除きなさい。イスラエルは皆聞いて恐れるであろう。ある人にしてにあたる罪かがあって処刑され、あなたが彼に聞きを書ける場合、その死体を次の日まで残しておいてはならない
And if we are talking what more about the creator of the universe, the one who made all of this and knows all things and is all powerful and he is the ruler above all, when we rebel, when we disobey such a God, what should be the conclusion? What should be the result? <laughs> no, if, if we, are dis- we, we are wiped out because of that, it's not strange, right? And then again, some of us will say, you know, who live in modern times will, will say this. But you know, God made us on his own uh, accord. Um, I didn't ask to be born. My parents gave birth to me. Have you heard children say this? But I'm going to say to that, yeah, that is... That is so true. Because as you put it, God was the one who chose to create you. I will say then God has every right to do whatever he wants with you. He could he could wipe you out. Yeah, some of us can relate to this better, right? If we make Gundam models, um, we have every right to take it apart whenever we want because it was made by us. Because I was the one who bought this. I, I used my own money and I bought this. So here I have a question. This, the God of this prodigal sons, did he do anything like this? He was, well, he had every right to disown, to, to judge the son. He did not do anything like that. Because at that time, in Jesus' time, in the Jewish culture, there was a ceremony called the Kazaza ceremony. So what would happen is if there was a son who rebelled and who turned against his father and disobeyed and went away, and if that son came back to the village, came back to the community, they would hold this ceremony for that son. All of the elders, all of the leaders in that community would gather. They would gather a pile of stones and then you know, put a uh, set a fire. And then they're gonna, in that ceremony, they would face the son and say this. The father would say to that son, you are no longer my son. I am cutting off my relationship with you. This was a ceremony where the father publicly in front of all of the community, the leaders of the community, publicly declaring that this was no longer his son. He has cut off all relationship with his son. And that was the culture and this was what was normally done for a son who disobeyed. Did this father do anything even close to that? Let's come back to the parable. What did the father in the story actually do? Because the, the text tells us, the parable says the father was the one who first 
saw the sun, he found the sun. はい、その当時、なんか東京のピンポーンとアパートとかそんなもんじゃないんですよ。Because at that time they they weren't living in apartments where you had to ring the doorbell. で東京の家みたいになんかもう庭もほとんどないような一メートルぐらいの玄関先じゃないわけですよ。Yeah, it wasn't a house where there was like only a one meter 玄関。この当時の家敷地めっちゃでかいですよ。Because at that time a house would have a huge Uh, 要はお客さんが遠くから来てもわからない状態なわけですよね。そして、私たちは、私たちは、私たちは、私たちは、私たちは、私たちは、私たちは、私たちは、私たちベランダがどっかで立って息子が帰ってこないかなって待ってたかもしれません。そう、in this kind of an arrangement for the father for for this father to be described as being able to see the sun while he was a long way off tells us that the father has been standing on his veranda looking out for his son every day. He was looking for his return. 戻ってきたらぶん殴ってやるって思ってました。違いますよね。<笑> And you know, you might think the, the, the father might be thinking, well, if he comes back, I'm going to give him a lesson. <laughs> I'm going to smack him. So, no, 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 ある意味。そういうイメージがリスペクトの象徴だったわけですよね。Yes, just like in in China in the Middle Eastern culture, the the elderly, the 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 father of the family never runs because it is a sign of his his um is a sign of respect. Calmness, and, and seriousness.、Yeah. Yes, it is a sign of his maturity and his wisdom that he he never runs. Old older people never run to younger people. でもこの父親はおそらく毛むくじゃらのすねを見せながら走っていくわけですよ。ローブまくって。But then, yeah, as they were dressed in robes at that time, for him to run, he would actually have to pull up his robe and bare his legs, which was something that is just never done in that culture. またまた like、and everybody would have been able to see it. He would be running towards his son in the presence of all of the rest of the community. Like a boy running with his feet. So, what you can imagine as Jesus is telling the story, all of the villagers will be thinking, This father is such a fool. But then, what does the father do? When he could have been disowning the son, he doesn't do that, he hugs him, he embraces him. He, the, the, the text says, he falls on his neck and he kisses him. ね、and 
ていうふうにレピテーションを失うこともできてたわけです。I think all of the villagers would have been scandalized when the father did this. Like, why would this father do such a thing to this son who had disrespected him so publicly, so blatantly? And he would come and instead of disowning him, he's, he's kissing him. そこで一番いい衣を着させます。And the father gives him his best robe and covers him.In the Bible, the robe is a sign, a symbol for righteousness, and it covers the, un- the sinfulness of, of, of the person.And that's why we, as Christians, we say we have been robed with the righteousness of Jesus. And then there's the ring. 通常は息子の権利権、権力の権威だとかそういう象徴があるんですけど、指輪をはめるイコール息子に戻ったっていう意味なんです。And the ring was a very important symbol in that culture. It signifies the, the right of the son, the, the status of the son as, a,、uh, as an, somebody who was supposed to get the inheritance. It was a signet ring. And giving him the ring signified he was restored to his status as a son. そして、履物サンダル。And then, you know, the shoes, the sandals that he was giving him. Because when you were given these sandals or feet, it, it, showed, it signified that you are a master and all the servants would have to serve you. So, in that sense, it was a symbol, a gesture that showed the son had also regained. His authority as a master of the house. And of course, at the same time, it means he was able to continue to serve his father. And then the fattened calf. The fattened calf was the most expensive, the, the best sacrifice that you could give. Because in, in the Mosaic law, when you sacrifice that fattened calf, it was the most expensive sacrifice you could make to,、uh, yeah, to pay for your sins. Hi. Ja, Chichoya no. Then are we to come to the conclusion this was simply a really, really nice dad? Like a dad who simply forgives and forgets everything wrong that you've done, no matter how much you've, you've, you've sinned, he, he will just forgive you. Is this how we're to take from this that God is just this God who is. A God of love, you know, He will forgive you no matter what you've done. Welcome home. No, that's not what we're talking about when we talk about grace. Of course, it is a fact that God forgives our sins. Because what we need is the grace and the mercy of God and the love of God. But that does not mean that no sacrifice had been made to get this grace. Because 
God, was, God did not simply close one eye and say, all right, it's okay, you didn't do anything wrong, I forgive you, and pretend as if nothing, bad, nothing wrong had been done. That's why we come to the third point. Come to that, that love that sacrifices, the sacrificial love of the Father. Discusses a, a little. The father in this story has lost many things. First, he had lost a big portion of the, his property, of the inheritance. He lost his reputation. Because as a father, he was supposed to have been respected by his son. And he had lost that when the son did that. At this point, we might be thinking then, what did God lose? If God is the Father. Because we might be thinking, well, it didn't, doesn't seem to have cost God anything to just be able to forgive us. He's God, isn't he? The, the, the sins of the younger brother, who actually paid for it? Who paid for that sin? We can see the answer to that in the passage you read earlier in Deuteronomy 28. So let's go to the next slide. As, especially at the second half of this text. Yeah, Right, the man who has sinned uh, and is hanged on a tree is cursed by God. This law tells us this is what should be happening to all of us because we have disobeyed our father. For the younger brother, he was supposed to receive this punishment. But instead, what actually happened? Once more, I want to point to the fact that in this parable, there is no conclusion. So where is the true conclusion of the story? The story kind of ends there. Where does it really come to a conclusion. Yes, so the end of the story is Jesus Christ. Yes, answer is Jesus because he became a person who was cursed. He was a person who he became sin itself on our behalf and was hanged on that tree. But Jesus at the same time was the only son who never disobeyed. He was always with the father. And he always served only the father's will. He was the only one who was worthy to receive all of the inheritance from the father, the elder, the true elder brother. However, in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, it tells us that while he came to his own, his own did not receive him. 
自分を受け入れてくれるところか自分を殺す者たちのところにやってきたんです私たちは私たちの罪によって彼を十字架にかけすっぱだかにし恥をかかせ罵りそしてエルサレムの外要は家から除外させて要はある意味血圧ザセレモニーを私たち自身がやってしまったようなものです彼に対して。What happened to Jesus for our sins, for all the, the wrong that we had done? He was hung on the cross, he was stripped naked, and he was put outside of the, the, the city. In, in, in other words, he was exiled from the house, he was driven out as if he was the son who had sinned, when in fact it was us. When we were the ones who should have received the, the punishment of being separated from the Father, from having our relationship disowned by the Father, Jesus Christ actually experienced that on our behalf. He became separated from the Father. And this is why Jesus, when he was on the cross, finally in his last moment, said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? それが私たちが本来叫ぶ言葉です。Because が死んだのは十字架にかかったのは私たちが代わりにエルサレムの中要は天国に入り、父に受け入れられ、義を着せられ、指輪をはめさせられ、そして足には使える人々、また神に使えるそのような立場を。Jesus did everything that he did so that we could now be welcomed back into the household of God, to come back into the city of Jerusalem, and to be recognized as sons, to be given the signet ring, the robe of righteousness, and the sandals that restored our, our status as sons. So I would like you to pay attention. Here is a very important application of this gospel. How did the, both the elder brother and the younger brother understand that they had sinned, that they had committed a, a sin? The reason they could know that was because of the cross of Jesus Christ. Because when they, saw, when they saw the cross, that was the point when they, can, they realized that actually this is where I should have ended up. Because for all of us, we will never realize this until we are shown this thing, unless it's revealed to us. 最近のミーティング、あの牧師たちのミーティングである牧師先生が、えー、このような聖書箇所をシェアしていました。At a recent meeting with、um, other fellow pastors, one of the pastors shared this with me. And he shared an observation from the text of、um, Job chapter 1.Verse 8.9.Job chapter 1.So, what's happening in this scene is when God Ask Satan, you know, have you seen, have you seen,、uh, yeah, have、man? you considered my servant Job? There is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God. However, Satan answered the Lord and said, 
ヨブは理由もなく神を恐れてるんでしょうかっていうの、no、ヘブル語のニュアンスではこういう言い方ですヨブは何の利益もないのに神を恐れてるんでしょうかって Right? In Hebrew, the sense is that, you know, is God, Satan was saying, is, is Job fearing God when there is. For nothing. Yeah, when he has nothing to gain from it. Is he doing it for nothing? So, to put it another way, Satan was challenging God. Is Job serving you for, for you, for your purpose, or was he serving you for his. Something else that he wanted. もう一度別の言い方をすると神様プラス何かが理由だからヨブを使えてるんじゃないですかっていうチャレンジをするんです。その後どうなりましたヨブは苦しみを通して神だけが唯一私が必要な存在だってことを学ぶんです。What happens after that in the story of Job is he goes through a ton of suffering, but at the end of that, he realizes that God is the only reason that he wants to serve God himself. He starts to learn that God is enough for me. I, I want God himself and nothing else. All of us at moments we are like the younger brother or the older brother, and we have to go through some experiences where we, and when we finally brought to the point where we, we finally truly acknowledge that apart from God, there's nothing else that I need, that, that God really is everything that I need. And the wonderful thing about this, this mysterious gospel is that the moment we realize that we don't need anything else other than God, when we come to that realization in our hearts, that is the very moment we receive everything from God. の人生の結果は十字架なんです。死なんです。We have to realize first, to understand the gospel, we have to first understand the bad news of the gospel, which is that in our, in our lives, sorry, I, I missed the last one. In our lives, that's, without God, that's the basically the end. <laughs> that's death. That without God, there is only death waiting for us. でも、ironically, 皮肉的なことに何もない。それが分かった瞬間に。福音をその福音のバッドニュースを分かったときにグッドニュースが分かるんです。What's really interesting, ironic is that the moment we understand the bad news is also the same moment we realize how good the good news is. それはクリスチャンになるときだけじゃないです。And that is not something that occurs only once, the moment you become a Christian. 毎日です。But it's something that should be happening day by day. プラスで何か生きかけるときに、いや。神様に突きつけられるわけですよね。お前に必要なのは私だけでしょって突きつけられるんだわけですよね。毎日。Many times in our lives when we feel like, oh, I need something other than God, and you know, I, I need God plus something else, and God helps us, brings us back to the realization that He alone is sufficient. お金がお金さえあれば
When we have moments when we think, oh, if only you know, God would give me a bit more money. Oh, if we, I could just have a marriage partner. <laughs> if my husband would only be kinder to me, you know, bring me water when I need it, when I'm thirsty, or you know, just put out the trash without me having to ask If only my wife could cook better. Yeah, she, she does cook well. If only things would change a little bit more in this direction. If the pastor would preach a little better or you know, in a kinder manner. Of course, those things that we long for are not bad things. But truly, those are not the things that we truly need, right? What we really need is what Jesus has already done for us on the cross. That alone saves us. Just like the younger son, what we really need is to experience the father's love where the father comes to us and folds us in his arms and tells us we are loved by him. That's why every Sunday when we come together, we remind ourselves, we remind one another that we are here. Only God is God is the only one that we need to worship, and God is the only one we need. And I think what we really need at this point is not more knowledge, more truth to help us to become better Christians. I think what we really need is to be able to say we truly applied and truly internalized the truth that we already know. We think we already know the gospel. We haven't applied that in our own lives. And the problem is when we think we know the gospel. We think we understand it when we actually don't. That's the problem that is in our hearts, and ultimately, that is the ultimate problem that we all have. Today, would you come back to the gospel? You come back and recognize how much the Father has sacrificed in order to receive us back as His sons. Be moved by that truth again. Let your heart be pierced again by this wonderful, amazing truth, this mysterious gospel that we cannot explain. If we don't understand what God the Father had to sacrifice in order to receive us back, we will not understand the grace that He has given to us. If we do not understand the real depth of our sin, how far we have sinned against God, we will not understand how great, how high is that love of the Father. Let's come back to the gospel and receive it 